Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information. Welcome to The Wave Podcast. I am Daniel Ortiz, and it's so great to have you be a part of our community, The Wave community, as we come together weekly to grow and learn of the Word of God and grow in the Word of God and grow in our relationship with the Lord. My prayer is that you are constantly seeking the face of God that you're constantly finding truth in his presence, um, that his love is overwhelming you, and that his love is touching your heart daily, and that you're finding rest in his presence. There's something about in his presence, right? Psalm 16, um, it's it's so powerful. I'm going to get there so I can read it. Uh, It just hit me in my heart, but I want to read it straight from from it. And it says... uh, and many of you know this is David uh, speaking here. He said, you will show me the path of life. And your presence is fullness of joy. And at the right hands are pleasures forevermore. His eyes were strictly on Abba. And I feel the Holy Spirit just saying this. His eye was on Abba. And, and right before then, he said this. He said, In verse 8, I have set the Lord always before me because he is my right hand and I shall not be moved. I set him before him. Then he ends it with this. You will show me the path of life. God, you are my portion. You are my cup. You are my shield. You everything to me. You are my inheritance, God. But then he says, you show me the path of life. And many of us are work. We still working through COVID. Still trying to figure it out. I know it's here. Um, I know some of us are going through financial difficulties um, and you feel like all corners of a room are caving in on you, but there's hope, there's joy, there's hope in the presence of God. What's the hope is that you will show me the path of life. My eyes are on you. My eyes stay on you, Father. And even though I may have a crying moment, even though I may have a weeping moment, Uh, I'm not going to get deterred because all I want is your presence. Because in your presence, there is fullness. I find everything I need. And not only there's fullness of joy, right? We're not talking about happiness, the emotion of happiness. We're talking about the spirit of joy, right? Happiness is attached to the natural circumstances of the flesh. But joy surpasses that. And joy is where even in the natural, it looks bleak and it doesn't look great. I can still have joy because my joy is is found in the rest of the Lord. But look at what he says, and at your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Um, I was reading something this week. I think it's going to bless your heart. Uh, We're going to stay in the Old Testament a little bit. Uh, Jeremiah 31, and those who heard uh, the Holy Talk podcast heard us talking about this verse. And as I've been reading it all week long, it's been blessing my heart, which is the prayer that they pray um, this weekend as we are um, enjoying Rosh Hashanah this weekend, which is the new year. We have jumped into the new year now, uh, 5781, right, which is the year to soar, which is the year to 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 just start new with the Lord in our decoration process. Um, one of the prayers that they pray is Jeremiah 31, 15, thus says the Lord. The voice was heard, Rama, lamentation and bitter weeping. This is when Rachel was weeping over 
her children, refusing to be comforted for her children because there are no more. But I love this. I love this. I love this because there's hope in God. My friends, my brothers and sisters, there's always hope. Thus says the Lord. This is what God told Rachel. Refrain your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears. For your work shall be rewarded, says the Lord. I don't know who is this word is for, who's listening to me right now as you're driving, as you're at home, as you're cooking, as you're at work. You've been you've been sowing. You know what I mean? You've been sowing. You've been you've been sowing. Um Galatians 6, thank you, Holy Spirit. Galatians 6, look at what it says. Um, there's gonna be a proper time, there's gonna be a proper season. And I know some listen, I'm coming to encourage you. Don't give up. Don't give up. Continue to seek his face. Continue to seek God. Though everything looks crazy around you, don't give up. Don't give up. Why? Because God is faithful to his word. He's faithful to his word. Um it says, and let us not grow weary. And this, this, this just came up when I heard that. This was Galatians 6, 9. Let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. There's going to be a time they're going to reap. So here God is telling Rachel, refrain your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears, for your work shall be rewarded, says the Lord, and they, they shall come back from the land of the enemy. There is hope in your future. There's something for you to, you know, mustard of hope. There's more something for you to, but when God tells you, and I'm here to tell anybody who's listening, hear the word of the Lord, hear the word of the Lord. There is hope because God is saying there's hope in your future, says the Lord, that your children shall come back to your own border. There's hope in your future. This message is not only for Rachel. It's for you. It's for me. There is hope. In our future, there is a promise from God. And what is he desiring? Hey, just spend time in my presence. Just spend time with me. I'll take care of the rest. I got your back. There's going to be due season. Don't grow weary in it. Don't grow weary in it. Uh, go with me this morning. And I and, 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 and I don't know if you listen to the morning, afternoon, whatever time you listen to. My time is morning. To Exodus 33, and we're going to spend uh, a little bit of time here in Exodus 33. I want to again thank all of you who support the wave, the support the community, are given online. We thank you. Um, we pray that God increases. I know some of you are given sacrificially um, because, I mean, when you look all over, uh, we all need that. You know, everyone that I know, and so many people. Um, that we're praying for right now that are going through some financial difficulties. Let's pray that God open up the windows of heaven and, and pour it out and then give us the grace. If, if we don't get finances, then give us the grace and the mercy that we need and the strength to overcome the period of time that we're lacking. You know what I mean? Um, and not all is going to be great. You know what I mean? David, uh, when he was going through the cave of Adullam, wrote a Psalms. Um, and I love he wrote Psalms 42. Uh, 142 and, and he says you're my refuge he's like i try to find refuge in this cave but i couldn't we had to realize that you're my refuge and, and that's a word for somebody you know the things that we're trying to obtain uh those could become security to us you know what i mean like a paycheck or this but really ultimately you're my refuge and you're my security god and i trust fully in you right i dwell and trust dwelling and trusting our hand to hand right Psalms 91, he who dwell in the who he who dwells in the secret place, 
Let's go to Psalms 91 before we go to Exodus 33. I know I'm going 100 miles per hour today, but my spirit is so stirred to encourage you today. I want to encourage you. I want when you leave uh, from listening to this podcast that you know that you are the victor, that you are the, you're not the victim, you're the victor and God has your back and God is leading and guiding you in the path that he's walking you in. You're just walking with him. And though it may seem bleak, it may seem, uh, and you may have be having a great time, then use whatever you're doing to bless somebody else, right? So if you if you tell me, well, Danny, man, I'm I'm financially blessed more than ever before, then find someone in this community, um, find someone in this community in the wave community or online or someone that you can just be a blessing to. But what does it says in Psalms 91? He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty, and I will say of the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Trust and refuge come from dwelling. The refuge that you feel and the trust that you feel is because you're bending yourself towards a place of dwelling. God, I'm not going to leave from your presence. I'm going to continue to stay in your presence. Half of the Holy Ghost. My life is from the presence of of the Lord. I don't I don't want to do life and then invite you into my situation, God. I'm going to live with you in a dwelling place. And then from there, whatever you tell me to do, however way you tell me to do it, which, whichever way you're going to guide my life, whatever path you have for me, I'll take because you're leading me and guiding me by your spirit to or to. I find refuge in you. I find trust in you because I have chosen your place to be a choice. And, and it has to be a choice. Let me encourage you. It has to be a choice. Let's go back to Exodus 33. Exodus 33, we're going to see that Moses chose God. I'm going to hit. He chose God. Now, we know that we only choose him because he first chooses, right? First John. Like, I love it's because he loves us. And so the first thing I'm asking God it's God, let us receive your love and show, and show everyone that's listening how much you love us. And then as a result, we'll choose you because you chose us. You know what I mean? God has chosen every human being that God has created, he chose because we come out of him. The word says that we come from him. That we, we literally come from who God is. And so we're just returning back to him, to the dwelling place. And listen to what happens in Exodus 33. Then the Lord said to Moses, depart and go up from here. You and the people whom you have brought out of the land of Egypt to the land which I swore to Abraham. God's like, I'm going to take and I'm going to send you to the promised land because I promised it generationally to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I always loved this because God is a generational God. And to your descendants, I will give it to you. And not only is God making a way for you, God's making a way for your kids. God's way, making a way for your kids' kids. Everything that you're going through right now is to set up for the next generation. I, hold, I wholeheartedly believe that. That Deb and I, everything that we've gone through is so that we can set up Michaela, Malia, and Maya. So that they can set up whatever generation that's going to come out of them. And, and uh, on and on and on. Because God is a generational God. But listen to what the Lord says. I, I, I haven't forgotten my covenant, Moses. Let's get up and go. He says, I will send my angel before you and I will drive out the Canaanites and Amorites and Hittites and Parasites and Hivites and the Jebusites. And then there's a lot of ites. Now, in this setting, I want you to remember what the Lord says. I will send my angel with you. 
Most of us at this point will be satisfied that they have an angel go with. Like, I don't know about you, but if you see an angel right now, if you're driving, if you're at work and your angel appears, you're like, whoa, this is an experience like I never thought I had. But Moses takes a little bit different approach. Now me, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be satisfied, though, though I love, man, to see a tangible angel would be incredible. Uh, I ain't really on, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, but Moses, like, he, he, he has such a connection with God that he's like, there's got to be more. I like, I love the angel. And, and so listen, and, and so that's, that's, that's the choice I'm, I'm, I'm praying that we can make. Like, there's got to be more. Like, services are great. Worship services are great. Hearing messages is great, but it's got to be more. Even hearing the podcast is great. Every week you're learning, but it's got to be more, right? This is just an additive to what you have. And the more is the secret dwelling place, right? Look what happens. He says, go up to the land flowing with milk, honey, verse three, if you're following with me, and I will not go up in your midst. I will not go up in your midst. <laughs> Underline that. God is saying, I will not, lest I consume you on the way, for you are stiff-necked people. Hold on. You said you would go with us. You're going with us, but now you're not going to go with us because we are stiff-necked. Now, what's going on? Hold on. Mm. You give me another say, Andrew, you're not going with us. And when the people heard this bad news, they mourned, and no one put on his ornaments. For the Lord had said to Moses, say to the children of Israel, you are stiff-necked people. I could come up into your midst and in, in one moment consume you. Now, now this is, this is incredible. God's like, listen, because you don't properly address me, I can consume you because... Of your stiffness. Now, when he's talking about stiffness, what does it mean? It's not that he wanted to be away from the people. And we're going to go back. To, now, I'm going to finish reading and I'm going to go back to what he's talking about. Now, therefore, take off your ornaments that I may know what, what to do with, to you. So the children of Israel stripped themselves of their ornaments by Mount Horeba. What What's happening here? Well, they started worshiping other gods. They started getting, why? Because Moses kept on going on in the mountain with God. And there was a disconnect between the people of God. But God never wanted to be disconnected. The people chose themselves to be disconnected from God. How do we know that? Because if you go to chapter 20 in Exodus, verse 18, God is wanting to be with the people. He's wanting to talk to the people face to face. He's wanting to have this conversation with the people. He's having this, this, this amazing conversation with Moses. He's meeting with Moses, but he also wants to meet with the people. And look what happens in verse 18, chapter 20. Now, all the people witnessed the thundering, the thundering, uh, th thunderings and the lightning flashes and the sound. This is when Moses is up in the mountain, the trumpet and, and the mountain smoking. And the people saw it and they trembled and stood afar off. Who stood afar off? The people. Then they said to Moses, you speak with us and we will hear, but let not God speak with us lest we die. And Moses said to the people, do not fear, for God has come to test you that his fear may be before you so that you may not sin. So the people stood far off, but Moses drew near to the thick darkness where God was. Now, it was never God's intention not to speak to the people. God was walking through a relationship and testing his people, but he always wanted to draw nigh. They got afraid and they saw God in a different light. And they're like, no, nah, Moses, you go. You speak to God. I don't want to speak to God. But God's like, I'm always wanting to go. But they took that disconnect and they went to another level with it. 
and they went to idolatrous nature, to, 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 to erecting a calf, all these other things, instead of knowing that there was full access to the presence of God. Now, we may say, well, that's the children of Israel. That's not us. You know, and we still do the same thing today. I have done and I still do this from time to time where I know I, I have full access to God. But because I'm afraid of dealing with myself and I'm, and I'm afraid of being alone with God because I'm going to have to deal with me and my issues and show him who I really am. I start putting things before him and start putting things that keep me away from him. And, and, and all the time, God is just trying to draw nigh to me. God is trying to have this face-to-face -face encounter, but I'm, 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 I'm letting the enemy lie to me about me and, my, about, and about God. I'm letting the enemy lie to me how God thinks about me. And so I let all those things come in, and guess what? I draw the wedge. God doesn't draw any wedge. God is always for us, not against us. God is wanting to spend time with us, but the enemy then lies to us, just like he was lying to the children of Israel. So then God says, strip yourself of all these things that you accepted except me. I want to accept, I wanted you to accept me. But because you don't accept me, he's like, man, I could just come consume you right now if I wanted to. But then God says, let's just, let's just, I still want to set up a time with you. I want to meet with the people. So what happens? What is the what is what is the, the remedy? The remedy is that Moses took his tent, his own tent, and pitched it outside the camp. Think about this. So the remedy to disconnection is pitching a tent. The remedy of not understanding if God really loves you or not, or if God is pitching a tent and, and just spending time with him. And this is what happens. Because Moses was used to spending time with God. And he knew God will meet with them. And he said he called it the tabernacle of meeting. And it came to pass that everyone who sought the Lord went out to the tabernacle of meeting, which was outside the camp. So here, uh, the Holy Ghost, the remedy of disconnection is pitching a tent. I want to talk about one thing today. Pitch a tent. What do you mean by pitching a tent, Danny? Take a time that you pitch a tent, a room, or whatever it is where you dwell with God and believe that God is going to be there. So the children of Israel was disconnected. And because of their disconnection, they rightly they didn't rightly divide who God was. They saw him in a wrong point of view. So they saw him in a fear point of view. And he said, if you continue to see me with the fear that you're seeing me with, I can come consume you. But I really want to spend time with you. So I need to remove this, this, this lie of fearing me away so that you can accept my love. So I'm going to show you someone that I meet with, and that's Moses. And Moses is used to pitching a tent. So I'm going to have him pitch a tent. So he can teach you how to seek me. So he can teach you how to spend time with me. That word sought in Hebrew, that Hebrew word is bakash, which means they sought out by any method necessary, by any means necessary. So the word says, and it came to pass that everyone who went after God by any means necessary, that the Lord went out to the tabernacle of meeting and which was outside the camp and God met him there. Why? Because God never wanted a disconnection. But God needed not only to Moses to pitch a tent naturally, but he needed the children of Israel to pitch a tent spiritually. He needed their hearts to be open so that there can be an open connection to his love and he can now have communion with them. But that's not the end of the story. I feel the Holy Ghost and I hope you, 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 you're learning. Like, let's pitch a tent. 
that spit the tent, not only physically, because we can have a room in our house. How many people tell me, oh, Pastor Danny, I have a, 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 a room in my a house, and, but do you believe that God is going to meet you there when you go to that room? That's another level. Knowing that I have a physical location, remember what, what, what David said in the Cape of Adullam when he was writing Psalms 142. Let me go to that real quick. Psalms 142. Psalms, the, the, the Cave of Adullam, if you don't know, Adullam means refuge. So it was a city of refuge, but, but it was a cave of, ref, of refuge. But David thought that the answer was the cave. And God was like, the answer is not the cave. The answer is me. I feel the Holy Ghost is saying that. Why? Because in, in Psalms 142, if you read it, it says a, a, a contemplation of David, a prayer when he was in the cave. He, in verse 5, he says, I cried out to you, O Lord, and said, you are my refuge, meaning the, the tent is just a tent, but I have to draw the tent in my heart and believe that you're going to be there. So he was running from Saul to the cave of Adullam, and he thought that the, just being in a cave was going to be safety, but he actually found no safety in the cave itself. But when he found out that, oh, it's not the place where I'm in, it's, it's the refuge, you have to become my refuge, God. Things change. So, Lord, not only do I have a place where I can meet with you in our house, but when I get there, the way I approach you and what I believe that you think of me determines what happens in that room. Number one, I have to believe that you're going to be there. Number one, that I have to believe that you love me just the way I am and I am accepted in that room anytime I feel the Holy Ghost. You are accepted anytime because you're his beloved now. Danny, you don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what you don't know what I've done. I don't care what you've done, what you're going through, what you're going to do in the future. What I know is this: that God has made a way through the blood of Jesus, so that you can be redeemed fully as a son or daughter of the King. Fully, in your mess, you're still a full son and daughter of God. Now, let me finish reading this because I. Oof. So it was whenever, verse 8 here, chapter Exodus 33. So it was whenever Moses went out to the tabernacle that all the people rose. Each man stood at his tent door and watched Moses until he had gone into the tabernacle. And it came to pass. So they still playing this. They seen Moses is playing of example how to get a hold of God. So they see in Moses. They see in Moses' relationship. But they also drawn closer to God. As they seen, and it came to pass when Moses entered the tabernacle, that the pillar of cloud descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle, and the Lord talked with Moses. And all the people saw that the pillar of cloud standing in the tabernacle of the door, and all the people rose and worshipped each man in his in his tent door. Why? Because they learning how to pitch a tent, and they seeing Moses. Verse eleven. So the Lord spoke to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. And he will return to the camp. But his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, did not depart from the tabernacle. Meaning Joshua was not only one that had his own tent, but he's like, I'm going to follow him in and I'm going to stay there longer. Because why? And this is just a tidbit. And I don't I, I can't even take credit. To, uh, um, I heard um, either Mike or Damon Thompson say this, and it was just a blessing to my heart when they both uh, as they were reading this verse. They said Joshua stood a little longer, so he was able to take Israel a little farther. That's just extra bonus, man. That blessed my heart. He stood a little longer in the tent, so he was able to take the children a little bit farther. But verse 
12. Then Moses said to the Lord, see, you say to me, bring up this people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name and you have also found grace in my sight. Now, therefore, I pray if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way that I may know you and that I may find grace in your sight and consider that this nation is your people. And he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Then he said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. For how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight, except you go with us? So we shall be separate. We, we shall be a separate, uh, your people and, and uh, so we shall be separated your people and I from all the people who are upon the face of the earth. What is happening here? That that tongue twisted me because my Bible's so marked up that I can't even read what's said. But it says, we shall be separated, your people, and from all the people who are on earth. What's happening here? I love this. Remember, God had told him, I'm going to send an angel, but I'm not going. Moses has this face-to-face encounter with God, and he's like, I'm teaching your people how to get a hold of you. But these are your people. They're not mine. He says, if your presence don't go with me, I'm not going to go. And this is what he says. And God had told him, I'm going to go with you. But he's like, I got to double check. If you don't go with me, I'm not leaving this place. Because I need other people to know how I'm different from them. Everyone has to know how the children of Israel and me are different from everybody else. Because... We got you, and if we can't show you off to the world because you're not even with us, then I don't even want to go because they got to see you and us. See, what happens is when you make him your dwelling place, when you say, God, I'm going to dwell in your secret place of the Most High, I'm going to abide in the shadow, I'm going to trust you for every step of the way, and I'm not leaving unless you move. Whenever you go right, I'm going to go right. Whenever you go left. Why is that important? That, that we just lap dogs of God? No, that we just... Wherever you go, no. It's important because through our relationship that we have with God, people see, oh, something different about you. Yeah. You know what? I spend time in his presence and he's with me here right now. See, when you walk in your room, you don't walk by yourself. When you walk in a room, all the heaven walks in with you. Everywhere you go, you can be in a restaurant, but because you have chosen God to be your dwelling place. And when I say God, I'm not talking about just a place. Yes, it's important for us to have a place where we pray and worship. But you got to also choose him, that he becomes your refuge, that he becomes your dwelling place, that everywhere I go, you go. Why? When you have chosen that and done that, and every day you press into him, he is with you everywhere you go. And you can be in a restaurant eating, and the presence of God is with you right there. You. you can be at work doing your work, and the presence of God is there. And then when someone starts talking to you, they say, what is different about you? You talk different. You sound different. You are glowing. You say, yeah, yeah, I'm a, I, am, I am in my Father, and my Father is in me, and we are one. And that John 17 prayer that he prayed over me, that I would be one with him, I'm actually one with him because I've chosen him to be my dwelling place. And, and yeah, you're not seeing me, Daniel Ortiz, you're seeing not only Daniel Ortiz, but you're seeing Abba Father, you're seeing Yeshua, and you're seeing Holy Spirit 
all in one, all in me, and we are flowing and operating together because I have chosen God to be my, I have pitched my tent and I said, God, I'm pitching my tent and I'm pitching my tent, not only physically, but I'm pitching my tent spiritually, emotionally, and I've chosen you and I'm only going to do what you want me to do. And so Moses had this intensity with God, like I seen you face to face, but these are your people and they've got to also see you face to face, but you got to be with us. How is someone else is going to know? How, did, how, how am I going to be distinguished from somebody else? And today, my encouragement to you is you're distinguished because you're a son or daughter of the king. You're distinguished because you have chosen God to be a dwelling place. You're distinguished because you say, God, you know what? Weekly, every week, I'm going to seek your face. Every day, I'm going to seek your face. When I get up in the morning, I'm going to seek your face. When, when, I, when I'm driving in my car, I'm going to seek your face. I, as, this thing doesn't stop. Praying without ceasing. Right? What does that mean? Praying without season? That means I don't know how long I stay on my knees. I don't know how long I stay in the room, but it never stops. It's, I'm always communing with heaven. I'm always communing with the Holy Spirit. He's here talking to me. And so my encouragement to you this week, pitch a tent, this new year, this new uh, Jewish new year, as you go into 5781, make a decision in your heart that you're going to pitch a tent physically I'm going to get a place where I meet with God daily and, and, and make a pitch a tent spiritually where God, I'm making you my dwelling place every day, all day long. I'm communion with you. Man, I love you guys. Thank you for spending some time with us, man. I can go on. There's so much more that I want to go and talk. There's so much more here, but I'm going to stop right here um, because we're, we're already running out of time. I love you guys. I appreciate that you guys tune in every week. Um, please. Uh, what you can do to help us to uh, so that we can monetize on this platform is uh, send this podcast to five people you know. Um, my encouragement to everyone that I know and anyone that's listening, and we have a great amount that's listening. Send it to five people that believe that, that that you believe that can be encouraged, and tell all those five people when you send this podcast to them, a subscribe to the podcast and put a number five on it and and, and put a five star on it because that helps us spread the word that helps the algorithm. We live in an algorithm world and that helps the algorithm. Um, and, and so just, just, just have them be a part of the community. We are building a community. I'm working on a platform right now. So there's those of you pray with me. There's, there's a prayer request I have. There's a platform that I'm working on right now, which is I'm working on, I'm, I'm asking the Lord to give us an app for the wave that we can have a platform where you can uh, have your own, um, uh, what you call it? You can have your own ID. I, I, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, you can have your own, um, like your own description of who you are, and and there's going to be a message board where we can talk to one another. I'm, I've been asking the Holy Spirit to give me ideas on how do we can get this community more involved because I know we don't meet in services. So part of it, He's asking. Uh, he, he gave me the idea of, of of having this this app where we can communicate to one another. Uh, we could have a profile was the word. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that I was looking for. You can have your own profile. You can talk to one another. You can reach people because we have people listen to this from other countries and other states where you can reach people from other states and other countries. And then you can uh, just have a community uh, board where you can talk to one another. So pray that that comes to pass. We're looking at that for, for 2021. And I'm really praying that through. Um, so thank you for being a part of our community. Uh, thank you for sowing into our community. And until next week, we love you. Uh, Shalom, Shabbat Shalom. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. 
Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information.